Welcome to my Soul Life podcast and the Beginner Health Sessions. I'm your host, Susan Scollin, and let's be honest, making changes to our health can seem hard, confusing, and complicated. So let's come back to basics. Each Thursday, I'll be here with simple tools you can use to transform your health. See you inside. I want to remind you that all the information shared in this podcast is my experience and the experience of my guests. It's not medical or mental health advice, diagnosis, or treatment. And I would encourage you to seek professional advice where needed. Hey everyone, welcome back to another Beginner Health Session. Today we're going to talk about deciding and deciding on purpose. We've talked about before how many decisions we make a day um, and it's around 35,000, which is huge, right? But that's just decisions we make throughout our day. And obviously through that episode I talked about the fact that um, if we make aligned decisions how much flow and ease comes into our day from that space, how many decisions are actually on autopilot. Um, And they can be unaligned or misaligned decisions that we're making anyway, um, and they can be on autopilot too. So having a look at the decisions we make, when we make them, how we make them, all of those sorts of things can be really beneficial to just transforming our lives on a really simple um, I'm going to say, yeah, like really simple level, just little things that we can do in our daily life that could really support us. And often it's not about the socks that you choose to wear or the pants that you choose to wear because they're decisions as well. But it could be the next time you go to purchase those pants, are you pa- purchasing them from a company that is in alignment with your values? Are you just purchasing them because they're just easy Maybe, and maybe that suits you, but is there another thing? Is there something else that's sort of gnawing away at you that you kind of go, oh, I want to kind of do that differently, and how could I do that differently? What would that look like? And what little journey could I go on next time? So just food for thought. But today we're going to take all of that to the next level. And it's very, very similar, but it's very different at the same time. And just like that approach, this approach, only we can do only we can make the decisions and only we can follow through on them. So what if we decided to take our health to the next level? What if we made that decision and made that commitment to ourselves and found a way that resonates with us to move forward? And we just did it one step at a time. This is what I talk about in this podcast. It's not about a huge overhaul. It's just one step at a time and building on those blocks. But what if we made that decision today and then said, well, my health is a priority. And what if I didn't flip flop on it? I didn't white knuckle it either. I just decided, and I just decided to do one thing towards it. What could that look like for you? Could it look like I'm going to eat a yummy breakfast five days a week? And it doesn't mean that you're eating cardboard. It means you're eating a yummy breakfast five days a week. What would that look like for you? Would it be a chia pudding? Would it be oats? I've been having a lot of oats at the moment. They're amazing with some almond milk and um, maple syrup. It's just been like an absolute delight, something that we grew up on as kids. Could it be scrambled eggs? What would it look like for you? Because there's plenty of options out there. And what I'm encouraging you to do is take away the processed food, come back to natural foods and create something in that space. Can you see the difference? Not going for easy, but going for delicious and something that will sustain you throughout the day. 
So what if you said, I'm going to go, I'm going to eat a yummy breakfast five days a week. That's my commitment to myself. It could be three days a week. It could be two days a week, but you're starting somewhere. It could be one day a week. You're starting somewhere. What if you decided, I'm going to go for a walk four days a week. I'm going to do 10 push-ups four days a week. What if you decided and you took action on it in the moment? And it's the action in the moment that's more challenging. We tend to make decisions think like New Year's resolutions, we make the decision, but we don't follow through on it for longer than typically 14 days. What if we decided I'm going to drink more water and all I did was drink one more glass than I did yesterday? What if I decided to do that and I honoured myself and I did that every single day? What would change? A good example here is around relationships and people struggle when they perceive that their relationships are outside of themselves. So I can't control another person. I can't control Chris, absolutely not. And I can't control his commitment to me. I know that he's committed to me, absolutely. And I don't second guess that commitment to him, to me. Uh, I don't, I never have. Um, And I made that decision very early on in our relationship. There were some things going on that could have um, disrailed me, I think it's the word that I'm looking for. But I chose to trust him and I chose to trust in myself and the decisions that I had made and continue to move forward. Now, that didn't make it smooth sailing. I'm not going to say that it was. And uh, funnily enough, we were talking to a nephew recently about probably the amount of times we broke up in that first year. And that was on my side, was me going, "Mm, I'm not sure this is working. There's a few challenges. I'm not sure if this is going to go anywhere. Anyway, (laughs) let's talk, you know what we've been married for 12 years now. So together for about 15. So that's, you know, it's, it's kind of worked out, (laughs) but I made a decision back then about our relationship. And then I re had to remake it, or I chose to remake it back in 2014 when I was at the bottom of my postnatal depression journey, like in the big black hole with me in the spa And I'm standing there, I was actually standing there and I'm wondering whether I want to be in life, this relationship, this marriage, be a mother, be a wife, all of the things, be a person. And somewhere within me, I knew that things could get better. So I made that commitment to myself that day that I was going to figure it out. I didn't know what I was going to, what it was going to end up looking like, but I was going to figure it out from there. And again, it wasn't smooth sailing. There was bumpy parts of the road. But I knew that Chris was there with me. And even though the road was very, very bumpy, um, he supported me no matter what. And I'm truly grateful to him for that, Um, as challenging as it was for him, because it was challenging for him as well. There was another conversation that we had, and it was after that spa moment. Um, and it was probably maybe 12 months later, I'm not quite sure. Um, but it was a conversation that I had with Chris. One of the things that I knew from the beginning that it was, and I kind of struggled with this, but you know, Teddy had been a part of me for nine, well, longer than nine months. He had been a dream, but he had also been in my body for just shy of nine months. And so when it came to me going to the shops or just going out, going to visit people, he would just come with me. Like if I was going to Nepal, he would just come with me. It wasn't a problem. Obviously, if I was playing, I couldn't take him. I needed somebody else there. But if I was going down to coach, then 
he would just come in the baby beyond and he'd have a sleep he'd have he'd watch what was going on he was part of me coaching the girls it was all fine or he'd go and you know someone would take him and have a cuddle with him and all the things and I it just didn't really bother me it never really bothered me if I was going down to the shops um I would then I would put him in his like carrier and we would go to the shops and Chris was like but you don't have to take you know I'm like but you can have a break too and I'm okay like it's it's really not a problem he, he was just an extension of me yes there were times where I needed that break and I needed those those out times but there were also those times where I didn't need those breaks I could just he, he was just part of what we did and I took the time to do what we needed to do if we were out and out and about or if I was at home so it really didn't bother me but one of the things Chris struggled with was his loss of time. So he had already raised three boys um, and therefore his time had opened up and our time, obviously I was, you know, had no children. Um, so we had this period of time where for about six years where we were just doing our thing and he could go and fly aeroplanes or he can go and play golf or he can go and hang out with his car and do some things around in that or we could go and have coffee with a friend like it really didn't matter we could go out on a Saturday afternoon and you know we could go to a movie like it really didn't matter so he really struggled with his loss of freedom when it came to having Teddy and Teddy being so young and obviously it changed things and it actually changed things from his mind perspective whereas I was like well Teddy just comes with us and he's like no he can't come to such and such restaurant or he can't come to um we can't come to the movies and movies I'm fine with that's not a problem but and Chris didn't want to go by himself so it was just this struggle that he had within himself around what he could do now and there was what I perceived an underlying resentment starting to come through um and I said to him one day you can either be here and be in life and you know enjoying life with us or it can be 20 years down the track and you'll go shit where did that go how did he turn 20 like where where was I and I said and that's a decision that you need to make and Chris still remembers it I was quite blunt about it um because I was I was a little bit over it by that stage but I just said you need you need to decide you're either in or you're or you're out you're here, don't get me wrong, but you're going to miss it. And there's so much amazing stuff happening that you're going to miss. And funnily enough, um, I don't know if it was, I don't think it was particularly linked, but I went to get dinner one night. <clears throat> we'd, we'd ordered takeaway and I'd driven down to Tuggerong and I'm on the way down and Chris rings me and he's so excited because he got to see Teddy's first steps. Chris had missed so much else because he was working, but he got to have that experience and he was so over the moon about it that I think, you know, those sorts of things happen and then you really come, you can be really present in those moments and you can see that the decisions that you have made are really beneficial to where you're going and what you want to do and who you want to be in those moments. So I'm not saying that this is a great example for you. I just see it a lot with people around relationships where they're like one toe in. Yes, we're married. It's all good, but I'm just not sure if he's the one 
or I'm not sure if he's going to stay. You've got to let go of those stories because they're just going to keep you dancing, basically. Um, well, it's an opportunity for you to let go of them. They're just going to keep you dancing. You're going to start, you're going to live in worry and anxiety around it, or you're kind of going to be looking for something else and you'll be looking for the negatives that, that that person creates. So when you stop doing that, when you start living in the decision and you start living with what is and you love, start to love what is, you live from a place of alignment. And then there are no decisions around this. And it's actually something that came from my parents. Like my mum has always said, you know what? Divorce was never on the table for us. It was just never an option. And I know it's appropriate in some situations. Got that. But sometimes maybe it's just about our own growth and what we can create in this space. So I'm not criticizing anybody that has been divorced or is thinking about it. Not at all. What I'm saying is for those that are just not in that space, but are just sort of toe in, toe out and kind of going, oh, I'm not really sure. What if you just made a decision and committed to your relationship for the next 60 days and gave everything to it? What could change? And I know when I did this for myself and I did this with Chris, I didn't tell him I was doing it. I just did it. And if he wanted something, I would just go and do it. And I know that's an, like our brains kind of go into this space of, oh, you can't just give them everything. I'm like, well, why not? And what if we did it for 60 days and just found what happened? Because what happened for me, within a day, Chris's language changed towards me. Chris's, within three days, Chris was now doing things for me because I was just doing them for him. That was just in three days. So you can imagine what you can build in six months. And again, I'm not saying that this will work perfectly as I as mine has, not that it was perfect, but won't work the same necessarily for you, but it is a start point and it is an opportunity to move forward. So what could you decide on today? What decision could you make? And then I want you to think about letting all the stories come up and doing it anyway, because the stories are going to come up, right? All of the stories of, I don't want to be boring, you know, if I'm just having the same breakfast every day. I want to have some fun. I want to celebrate and reward myself if I've chosen to stop drinking on a Friday night, you know. Um, whatever it might be for you, let all of those stories come up. Let them come up on, you know, that breakfast when you're making it. Let it come, let those stories come through. Sit with the stories while you're eating that breakfast and then go, what? is really happening here. Is it that story that this is going to be boring or is it bloody delicious and am I enjoying every minute of it? Is it that I've stopped drinking a a bottle of wine on a Friday night and I'm only going to have a glass and then it comes to Friday night and you're like, you've got the bottle in hand and you're trying to put it back in the fridge, but it's like this pull, this energy pull that's coming out and then you decide and you just put it in the fridge You've got, your, you've got your wine in hand because you've got your one glass and you go out and sit on the back porch and then you perhaps drink it and you watch all of the stories come up and you let them be there and you drink it and then you choose at the end, how do I feel about just having one glass of wine? What's going on for me now that I've just had one glass of wine? Oh, I want more, but why do I want more? Oh, I don't want to remember this, this and this. I want to reward myself because I don't have any other rewards that are going on for me. 
Like what is coming up? Just allow it to sit there. It doesn't mean you can't go and get the rest of the wine. It just means that you've made a decision to not have more wine and to sit with those stories. And the worst thing that you're going to feel is a feeling. It's a feeling of loss. It's a feeling of, it's like the opposite to self-love, like you're sabotaging yourself, like you're killing yourself effectively, not literally. And this can be the hard part for a lot of people because we're rewiring our brains, we're rewiring our lives, we're asking ourselves the tough questions. And I want to make sure that if you do this and you think that it's going to be more challenging for you, breakfast might be the easy thing. It might be the chocolate or the wine or the chips or the friendships or whatever you're changing if you're going to go into a bigger kind of space, a bigger world. Make sure you've got support there with you. Make sure you've got somebody there just to hold your hand and just to talk with you. So like a distraction, not because you've told them what you're doing, just use them as a distraction. Or you may need to tell them if they're a drinking person too in that way. So if we decide on one non-negotiable now and you did it, who would you become? Who do you think you would become? And often what I've found is who you think you'll become is kind of a little bit different to who you actually become on the other side. So you might decide, I'm going to have breakfast for 30, you know, for just for the next two weeks. You know, I love those two week experience experiments, five days a week, and I'm going to have a yummy breakfast and I'm going to decide ahead of time what I'm going to have so that on the morning I just don't get frazzled and go, ah, I need something else. I need something quick and easy. But I get that. I decide that up front and I think who I'm going to become. Well, I'm going to become more organized. I'm going to become um, more, just more relaxed in the mornings. I'm going to become, let's find a third one. So I'm going to be more organized, more relaxed, and I'm going to have some more time in the morning. So that's that's a good thing, right? They, they're all quite supportive. And then when you've done it for two weeks, you get may achieve all of those things and you may actually achieve more, right? You may start to experiment with other ideas. I get more curious about things. This has a flow-on effect to the other areas of my life. Now I want to think about exercise or I want to think about my relationship and how can I do that differently. Now I've got my kids eating differently and that really lights me up. So who you become on the other side is the bit that you cannot see, but it starts to be created and it becomes more abundant than where you were and where you thought you'd be at the beginning. So I really hope this is helpful. It's been really helpful for me in terms of those decisions, particularly since I, you know, I haven't had chocolate, a block or bar of chocolate since uh, 31 December 2020, like what you were in, yes. Um, and it still niggles at me. Like, don't get me wrong. I still have those days. And then I get to look at it and go, why do you want that? Oh, you want a reward. You want a reward because you've achieved something today, or you want a reward because you haven't taken time out to do some self-care. And so, well, what if I could do that self-care now? What would that look like? And generally I can just take a few moments and wander around the house, or I can sit down on a mat and stretch Um, I can make a hot chocolate if I want to. I can put on my favorite show, the one that I'm watching at the moment, and just enjoy that and just, you know, dive into that. And I can find another way to reward myself and to take that time for myself. 
So that's that's the opportunities that we get to do or get to have. So as I said, we're in March as I'm recording this of 2022 and I'm 15 months into not eating chocolate, but those little niggles come up and they're just things in my brain because they've been there for so bloody long. I'm rewriting those things. Um, And as I've said before in my chocolate episode, I'm not not going to have chocolate again. I'm just going to choose when I have it and the quality of it. That's really important to me. So, you know, these are the these are the opportunities for change, but they only come through a decision and then acting on that decision. So what is your decision that you want to make today? And then what is the steps to acting on that? And you will see all the stories flood in. You will see all the, the reasons for not doing this. Have a look at them, write them down, pull them out and go, are they actually true? And then experiment with them and watch them keep coming out as you're, you know, moving forward with your one thing and then go, oh, interesting. It's come up again. It's come up again. It's come up again. You could like tally them and then go, but what do I actually want to do? And who am I becoming? How am I feeling about having more water, a, you know, a yummy breakfast or, you know, one, one less glass of wine or no chocolate? Do you know what I mean? Who, how am I feeling? Oh my gosh, this feels so much better. And so you get like it's contagious because you then you can kind of go, oh, what else could I do? What's the next thing? <laughs> but just take it one step at a time. So thank you for being here today. I'm really excited because I want to tell you that we're doing our water challenge at the moment, yay, um, and all going really well. And as a result of that, or the back end of that, my Souls Rising membership is going to be opening on the 18th of April. I wrote down March here, but 18th of April it will be. So even though you haven't done the water challenge, that's fine. You still have an opportunity to come in there. Um, Everything is up on my website, so you can have a look at that, www.susanscullen.com. I think it's forward slash souls rising, but you can just go through the work with me tab um, and just come in and learn a little bit. If you want to have a free call with me prior to that, just to learn a little bit more about the, the Souls Rising membership, totally open to that and you can book that on the page. So we, yeah, we're excited to kick off and there's some really great topics coming, um, the next six topics for the year. Really excited about those. So come on in, come and join us, join this amazing group that I've got. They're just wonderful souls and we go deeper, we rise together. But thank you for being here today. Thank you for being you. Thank you for showing up for yourself as you have. And uh, if anything from this episode resonated with you, please come over to my.soul.life.podcast on Instagram or um, pop over to my website, find the episode for this podcast and leave a comment. That'd be fantastic. Um, And if anything from this episode resonated with you, obviously it has because you're still here. But if you want to share this with somebody else, that would be so amazing. And like, yeah, just just share the love because as you grow, they can grow and this podcast can grow as well. So take care and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.